0: Thank you so much Zach. Want you ask you to turn to Mark chapter 2 with me. Mark chapter 2, 1 through 14, a pretty familiar passage. So many insights in this passage. I want to just look at one main point about Jesus healing the paralytic. You might remember in, in end of chapter 1 he heals a leper and then um moves immediately into this. This is showing the book of Mark over and over, showing Jesus' power over sickness, over death even, over um, sin, and and we see so many different ways that Jesus has power over all of these things, and this is uh, just a fantastic um, 12 verses here. First Chapter 2, verse 1, and when he returned to Capernaum after some days... It was reported that he was at home, and many were gathered together so that there was no more room, not even at the door. And he was preaching the word to them, and he said, and and they came bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. And when they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof over him. And when they had made an opening, they led him down. Uh, let down the bed on which the paralytic lay and when Jesus saw their faith He said to the paralytic son your sins are forgiven. I want to stop right there for a second Alistair beg I listen to him on uh, this um, Passage and if you've heard him you can just hear him say this. He's like what a letdown We came here to get healed and you're forgiven my sins Like, you can just hear, like, all these, even the four men that are bringing him, saying, what's going on here? We came to get this guy better. And we went to all this work. We got through the roof. We couldn't get in here. We went to all, and now you're saying you're forgiven his sins? Like, there was almost this, that's not really what we're here for. That's not really what we even wanted. And we don't know what their motive was completely, but we knew We do know, I think it's safe to say, they wanted the guy better, verse 6. Now, some of the scribes were sitting there questioning in their hearts, why does this man speak like this? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And immediately, and immediately, Jesus perceiving in his spirit that they were questioned within themselves said to them, why do you question these things in your hearts? like this, so Jesus does heal the man physically, but the forgiveness is what he really needed—the forgiveness of his sins. Of what was the ultimate importance here, not just walking again. Um, and so I think it's maybe a appropriate question for us heading into 2001 to to ask this. Are we really more concerned about our circumstances or our spiritual well-being? Are we really more concerned about our circumstances or our spiritual well-being? What are we praying about more? What are we griping about more? What Yeah, you can kind of do a little bit of a, um, a check on our heart and say, what's the, the bigger thing here? What was the bigger miracle? If Jesus just healed the man, that's a huge miracle isn't it because he went from being not able to walk to being able to walk again that's fantastic but the bigger miracle was is that he was dead in his transgressions and his sins and God made him alive that's the big miracle regeneration what God does in the man's heart by giving him the faith that comes from believing um, in order that he could believe the gospel and so that day are we praying for the temporary change of our circumstances possibly or the eternal that's the question um amy and i love johnny erickson tata and uh, some of you maybe follow her a little bit she recently got covid she's had cancer a couple times She's been paralyzed for, I guess, 50-something years now. But I loved what she said. She said, I really." she asked her audio, listening audience to pray for her. But she said, pray for me 20% that I get better, but pray 80% for me spiritually. You know, like my poor, poor Papa, when I call him, I say, Papa, you know, the van's leaking oil, or I got a doctor's appointment, or I got... But what I really need prayer for is my attitude, right now. I got a bad attitude more than anything. And so Papa's so faithful. But I, I, lo- I thought Johnny's got a good point there. Maybe the 80-20 to say, are we really, and I have to admit, I'm way, so I'm probably 90-10 praying about the problem and not the spiritual well-being that goes with it. Meg said, Alistair Meg said, what if that guy was here right now? What would he say was important after being in heaven 2,000 years? He wouldn't have cared whether he walked again. He would have said, the Lord forgave my sins that day. That's what's important. When you think about long term, are we really more concerned with the temporary or the eternal? What we can see or what we can't see. The light and momentary troubles once again are achieving for us an eternal glory that far outweighs them all. So we fix our eyes not on what's seen, but on what's unseen. Heading into 2021, are we concerned about what's unseen or just what's seen? Our circumstances are perfect. Our circumstance, there is nothing wrong with our circumstances. God has ordained those perfectly for us. But what? how are we doing with our attitude about them? Our big concern is, Are we growing through those circumstances, not the circumstances themselves? I think we see that uh, in this um, account. I'll give you a minute to um, pray, confess sin, if you're um, temporary in your um, thinking as well. And um, I'll close this in a second. gracious father we come before you today and and confess being somewhat self-absorbed probably um thinking about our own circumstances or our own problems or our own agenda and um what we have going on and uh, oftentimes not happy about it maybe complaining about it and um lord we um are just so grateful uh, for your forgiveness today and uh, even as you went to um the cross Uh, to forgive um, this paralytic we thank you that you have uh, that that cross that applies to us today and uh, that we can look to you and we are so grateful um, father for how many times we have um, been temporary um, in our thinking we have been consumed by um, our circumstances or by what's going on right now especially in 2020 and so we ask uh, today that we would trust you, that all things are going to work together for good um, because you have promised that because we have been called according to your purpose. We would trust that you who uh, did not spare your own son but gave him up for us all will now along with him graciously give us all things. We want to trust that you, that you will do that. And then, Lord, we pray that you will turn our um, our prayers our concerns our thoughts um, our whole mentality toward that of one of spiritual well-being that we would grow from these things that you put in front of us and that we would rejoice in our sufferings knowing that you are going to build perseverance and character and hope and make us more mature and complete um, in christ through the trials that that you bring us and so lord um, we're so thankful uh, that that jesus did heal um, the man physically, but but bigger than that, um, the work that you did in him and in us spiritually. And uh, we would just confess before you that our biggest need is forgiveness um, from our sin and sanctification as we continue to grow in you um, in this new year. We pray this in Jesus' name.